Hello, good evening. I am Gian, the pastor for Victory Church, and here we are today doing another Bible study at Victory Church. It's the night of February 27th, and we enjoy a beautiful, delicious dinner That's fixed awesome. by our brother, Zach. Thank you very much. And Charlotte, thank you so much. That was good. And for the church members, uh, as I always say, <laughs> You missed it. You missed it again. <laughs> you missed you it. You missed a Texas meal, beans and cornbread tonight. It was delicious, delicious. And anyone who is watching online, we invite you. Come. Don't worry about it. If you think, uh, should I show up? And uh, what they are going to say if suddenly I'm there, we will say, welcome. Come join us at the table. Remember, the address of our church is 2400 West and 81st Street, Odessa 79764. All right. Well, we are going to study tonight uh, a passage in the chapter 15 of the book of Genesis. And uh, I'm going to ask someone, anyone who wants to, to read out loud this portion of the scripture that we read in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. I'll read it. <laughs> After all these things happened, the word of the Lord came to Abram in a vision. God said, Abram, don't be afraid. I will defend you and give you a great reward. But Abram said, Lord God, there is nothing you can give me that will make me happy because I have no son. My, sla my slave, Eliezer, from Damascus will get everything I own after I die. Abram said, you have given me no son, so a slave born in my house will get everything I have. Then the Lord spoke to Abram and said, That slave will not be the one to get what you have. You will have a son who will get everything you own. Then God led Abram outside and said, Look at the sky. See the many stars. There are so many you cannot count them. Your family will be like that. Abram believed the Lord, and because of this faith, the Lord accepted him as one who has done what is right. Thank you so much. Do you remember the story where we are right now? <coughs> Abram is coming after so many battles. Uh, do you remember his nephew, Lot, was uh, captured? He went and rescued him, and then he fought about against different kings. He found Melchizedek. We were there. And then he came, and, uh, and th at that point, one of the kings, the king of Sodom, said, Hey, uh, I want you to give me what is mine. Don't take what is mine. You remember last week we talked about that, how important it is to not taking what is not ours and fighting for, for others. Um, basically, what I want you to see tonight, guys, is that there are occasions when we believers, we need to go in fighting against the enemy, right? We need to go and fight to rescue other people. How do we do that? Well, if there is someone in your family or a relative that you, you know that is in danger, it's okay for you to, to pray for this individual or, or try to reach out to this individual to invite him to come to church to invite him to be part of a Bible study, invite him to, to listen to a podcast, to, to watch a show on TV or, or over the Internet. You fight for those individuals, and, and we do that. But uh, there is a time when we just are going to be in this 
loneliness and this solitude, which is exactly what happened to, to Abraham. After all those uh, battles, here is Abraham, and the Lord speaks to him. And the first thing the Lord says is, do not be afraid. Please think of this. Imagine you have been working hard, whether it's in your job or in your home, for the church. You have been working hard. You, you do a lot of work. You get tired. You succeeded, right? You accomplished things. But there is a moment when after you enjoy the victory, you need to relax. And for some reason, it happens quite often that when we, when we are in our private time, somehow there is a little bit of fear that can come to our hearts. Like, now what? What is going to happen? I have thought so much. Is it possible that I will have another situation coming up to me? <laughs> you know, the Lord helped me, and I, and I fought, and I won. He helped me. He blessed me. But now that everything is calm, is it possible that new battles are going to come up to me? And that is exactly what the Lord said to Abram. He says, Abram, do not be afraid. Because our Lord wants us to be at peace in Him. And also the Lord said, I will defend you. I will protect you. I will make sure that you will be fine. It's that reassurance that we need. You know, we fight. We have the battles. We win. But when the time of the solitude comes, first of all, the Lord is going to be there with you. You notice that? It's in the solitude. That's why it's very important that each one of us takes his own time to be with the Lord, to be alone. And there is nothing wrong with being alone. You should be alone. Take your time to pray, to reflect. And when all these questions come to you, for instance, Am I going to go through another difficulty soon? Is there anything wrong that will happen to me? What about my health? What about my finances? What if the enemy tries to attack me? This kind of thing. Just remember these words that the Lord said to Abraham. Do not be afraid. I will defend you and give you a great reward. Because the Lord always has something better than what you have now. Do you realize that the good Lord God Almighty has unlimited resources? Do you, do you realize that? He is Almighty, right? In heaven there is never the news of, Hey, Lord, I'm sorry, but we don't have enough eggs for breakfast today, Lord. You know? Or... Sorry, uh, but uh, I think that we have trouble to pay this bill. No, no. Heaven is not a place where there is a scarcity of anything. 
its abundance because he is the creator of everything. If you feel that today you have good things, wait. Because the Lord always has better things for you. He has better things for you. But you have to be clear about that is he the one providing for you it's not you the one working it out so because of your intelligence or your power or this or that you are bringing those things to you it's just because he is almighty and that is what the lord said to abraham i will give you a great reward he always has something better for you much better than what you have now you know something? The Lord is going to speak to everyone as long as that person wants to listen. People all the time ask the same question. Do you really hear the voice of the Lord? <laughs> and you know how is that? The voice of the Lord comes through the Bible directly, but sometimes it's a perception. You just know there are some things that you shouldn't do other things that you should do and the Lord moves you you know something so funny happened to me recently I was visiting with a family precious family to me and uh, the lady of the house asked me to go to take the trash from the kitchen to the dumpster and I did but when I did that I decided to go to the mailbox and I grabbed the mail and I brought it inside of the house. So the lady in the kitchen, when she saw the mail, said, why did you get my mail? And I said, I don't know. No, but listen, why did you do that? And I said, I just don't know. I just did it. And she asked me, did the Lord tell you to do that? <laughs> and I said, no, the Lord didn't say anything to me. I just felt that I needed yes. to do it. My point is, is it possible that the Lord wanted me to do it? Perhaps that was his intention. How many times you feel moved to do something as simple as picking up the mail from the mailbox to bring it inside of the house? What about when I was at Walmart? Oh, yeah, tell that story. Um, there's a certain kind of salad dressing that he likes, and I haven't been able to find it. Walmart doesn't carry it. He usually gets it at Market Street. They didn't have it. I was, I was almost to the checkout line. I thought, I'm just going to go back and get him one that probably will be okay, which I would have never done. But I did it. But when I got back there sitting on the shelf, with someone's phone and their car keys. And I grabbed them and took them to the front. There's, you know that someone was probably stressed out <laughs> not having that. So I know, I know God put me back there to grab them, to take them to the service desk. Remember this concept. The Lord will talk to those who are willing to listen. The Lord is, listen, is, is talking to everybody. The question is, are you listening? Are you listening? There are many examples that I can give you about it, but just remember this. 
The Lord will speak to those who want to listen to him. The Lord will manifest himself in his glory to anyone who adores him. The glory of the Lord is going to be shown to those who adore him. Why? Because those who adore him are expecting the glory of the Lord. But individuals that do not have faith in the Lord, that do not care for what the Lord has to say, do not want to adore Him, do you really think that the glory, the splendor of the good Lord is going to be manifested? The answer is no. No. Why? Because there is no appreciation. Some people say quite often, I don't feel the presence of the Lord when I am singing to Him. I don't feel anything. I don't feel nothing special when I am praying. Perhaps what is lacking is passion. More sincerity. Because when you see someone that you really love, please don't tell me you don't do this. You run to that person and you hug that person and you kiss that person. You do that even with your dogs. You do that even with your pets. But why people are not passionate about the creator of heaven and earth? I don't get it. I just don't get it. Because he is so wonderful and so precious. So beautiful to us. But when you think about it and you are grateful, you become passionate about the Lord and then you just... See Him everywhere, in every single detail of your life. So His glory is going to be manifested to those who adore Him. Now, Abraham expressed to the Lord his main concern, right? He said directly, well, I'm going to tell you something. I have a lot of stuff, but I don't have a child. All this stuff is going to pass to somebody that is not my blood. And this is so important for every and each one of us to get it. Honesty. Sincerity. Are you honest in your prayers to the Lord? Because some people feel, no, I, I, I don't think I should talk to the Lord about these things. Why not? <laughs> you know, Abraham wasn't polite. Imagine the Lord says, Abraham, I'm going to bless you with this and that and this and that. And Abraham came back. Yeah, great. Thank you. And uh, yeah, that would be nice. And he keeps thinking. Abraham doesn't say it, just thinks. I wish I have a son. But doesn't say it to the Lord. Do you see the, 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 the situation here? When the Lord spoke to Abram, immediately he said, well, Yeah, I don't want anything else. I just don't have a son. I need a child. What do you need? Be honest with the Lord. You're not going to scare the Lord. Imagine Abram is, you know what? Uh, I would like to tell the Lord that I need a son, but I feel bad because he will think that I'm ungrateful, that I don't appreciate him, 
And, uh, you know, it's too complicated. That, you know, how can I tell them that I want a child? He will never understand that. You know, he's God Almighty. I think that will be so selfish from myself. No, I prefer not saying anything. <laughs> yeah, whatever. Give me whatever you want. Do you see? And that's the problem of a lot of believers. They are afraid of being honest with themselves and say, this is what I need. I need a child. Lord, I need a child. And that is what you need to do. It. You need to be honest and you need to be specific about your needs. Get it out of your system. Because it's pointless if you have a need and you carry it like you are carrying a keychain. It's pointless to carry a need within yourself. Let me say it one more time. It is pointless to carry a need within yourself. Doesn't do anything. It's like having meat in the freezer. But you don't ever put it away. You never cook it. What's the point? <laughs> there are needs. Express the needs to the Lord. Tell Him. Be honest. Be specific. Get it out of yourself. When you do that, you are showing Him that you have faith. Faith that He can do something about it whenever He wants to do it. Because after all, He is the Lord. He will do whatever He says whenever He says not when I say, right? But I can tell them my need. Lord, I need this. I really need this, Father. You know it. Please give it to me. And He will give you the right answer. That's exactly what the Lord did. And you know, the Lord addressed the issue and gave Abram the answer, right? You know, the Lord didn't start, uh, well, let me see. Let me see if I get what you are saying. Abram, you are saying, that no <laughs> he wasn't acting that way Abram said Lord I need a child and the Lord immediately answered and said well you're gonna have one and not just one you will have tons of descendants and when the Lord said that Abram believed it and my friends <laughs> I wish that I can explain this clearly, that the Holy Spirit will help me to explain it. If you ask something to the Lord, whatever it is what you are asking Him, He will give it to you whenever He says it. And if He says it to you, if He says to you, if He puts in your heart that is done, believe it. If the Lord gives you the answer that He will give it to you, believe it. Because you have to believe His Word. You have to believe the Lord. But I found tons of believers. Did you hear the word that I said? Believers. Tons of believers. They say they believe, but they don't believe. The Lord is giving them the answer. And they are, yeah... So, the Lord is going to give me a job. Okay. Yeah, I, I guess. Maybe one day, right? The, the Lord is going to give me a, a spouse? Well, I suppose. Mm. 
Oh, the Lord is going to heal me. Well, yeah, well, perhaps, yeah. <laughs> no, when the Lord gives you the answer, you must believe it. Believe Him. Because it's an insult when you don't believe Him. You are insulting the Lord. Like, nah, I don't believe you, Lord. <laughs> you are telling Him that He's a liar? He cannot do things for you? He can do everything. There is nothing impossible for the Lord. Nothing. This man was old. And his wife was not young either. <laughs> and you know what happened with Abraham? The son came. But he believed it. He believed it. And because of this, the Lord accepted him as the one who has done what is right. In the eyes of the Lord, get this, when you believe what he says, he thinks you, that you have done the right thing. Now, let's think about this idea, guys. Honestly. Honestly. The Lord speaks. Uh, who wants to be the volunteer here for this example? Who wants? Tony. <laughs> Tony wants to be the volunteer. <laughs> okay. So the, let's say that Tony is asking for a miracle. She has a wonderful vehicle, but suppose, let's suppose she wants another vehicle, right? Okay. She prays and the Lord says to her, puts in her heart, she will get a new vehicle. The Lord says that to her. She, she hears it. She knows the Lord is giving her a blessing, right? Now, once the Lord speaks to her, if she believes it, do you think it's the right thing to do? Yes or no? Uh-huh. Yeah. Exactly. It's the right thing to do to believe the Lord, right? But in the eyes of the Lord, if Tony doesn't believe it, he thinks you are doing wrong. It's a wrong thing to do. But if you believe it, you are doing the right thing. You understand? When you believe in what he says, you are doing the right thing. Do you get it? When you believe in what he says, you are doing the right thing. So let me ask you, how often are you doing the right thing? How often are you doing the wrong thing? How often are we believing him? <laughs> because when you believe what he says, you are doing the right thing. But when you don't, you don't believe, you are doing the wrong thing. Why people do not believe the Lord? Why they, they do not believe the Lord? They don't trust the Lord. They don't know Him. They, they just don't, don't have the faith that is needed. And how faith comes into our hearts? Hearing the word of God. By hearing the word of the Lord. The more that you hear the word of the Lord, more faith you will have. Right? Oh. Why? Excuse me? Open your heart. Opening your heart. Exactly. Why believers do not believe in the Lord's promises? You know, all the promises that the Lord offers and believers are like, yeah, but that doesn't apply to me. That just applies to, to the pastor. Some, some, some believers are like that. They think that the promises from the Lord in His Word apply just to certain individuals. <laughs> they, don't, they don't understand that 
All the promises are for everyone who wants to believe. Why believers do not what do not want to do what the Lord says in his word. Believers do not want to do what the Lord says. They don't have the faith to believe. And others are disobedient. You know, obedience and faith are related. When, when you believe, you will obey. It, it is automatic. You, you hear the word of the Lord. You hear his message. You hear his voice. You believe it, and then you obey. And it's just all connected. All connected. But when what happened to those that believe in the Lord and do what He says? What happened to those? Those believers that are hearing the word of the Lord and they believe it. And then they do what the word says. What happens to them? They're being blessed. They are being blessed because they are open. Say again. More doors will be open. More doors are open. They are going to be blessed more and more because they are doing what the Lord says. Well, what they're believing for is going to happen. Things are going to happen to them. Miracles are going to happen. Doors being opened. M miracles happen to those who believe. And that is the message for this evening. I hope that it has blessed you. And uh, to, my, to you, my friend, that are, that you perhaps are watching online right now or later in the podcast or whenever the encouragement is that just if you only try try for one day to hear that voice in your heart try one day 24 hours this is the this is the trial that i'm asking you 24 hours to hear that voice in your heart and do what the Lord is telling you, you will see the difference in 24 hours. 24 hours are waiting for you to receive your miracle. In the name of Jesus, all of us here in Victory Church, we tell you we love you and have a beautiful night. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Ciao.